Welcome in, everyone, to The Challenge After Show. Tonight, we're talking about The Challenge, Season 37, Spies, Lies, and Allies, Episode 9, The War. Oh, my goodness, ladies. It's a war now. There's only vets and rookies and no rookie rookies. There are some vet vets, though, mind you, that are still in the game together as partners. Ladies, how are you doing? Good. Yeah. Right. Like, ready to jump in. Loved, loved this ready. thing. Like, finally, they've turned up the volume on the season, and it's like, all right. Oh, yeah. Let's get to some good stuff. <laughs> Oh yeah! I'm excited. I'll put my earplugs <laughs> right. in that I just have here. The volume's too high. So <laughs> so high. Dan had to put in earplugs. Have earplugs right there, ready to go, ladies. You guys sound like you should be doing confessionals because that was something that I thought right away in this episode is that I'm just so fucking sick of these cheesy ass confessionals, and I'm coming in really hot already. So I don't want to annoy people because I know my new mindset, my new mantra for this season, right. Was to just to like ride the wave, not have too high of expectations, not to get annoyed or disappointed with things, but I'm so over just like the cliche time and time again, type of confessionals. Um, and I feel like Kyle had one really early on where I was just like, all right, we get it. Kyle not only right. had cheesy ones tonight, but his outfit, he looks like the worst villain in a Bond movie I've ever seen in my life. That's every time I see him, I'm Who? like, ah, Kyle. Oh, well, I don't recall what he was wearing. He wears a jacket and like, is it still a turtleneck? But he's got this, this little sweater thing underneath and he's like, it's like a Bond villain, just, you know, poor man's version. Uh-huh. To and me, personally. But anyways, yeah. all right. I'm happy to hear you say something negative because I think you try and be positive, but there's a lot of times in the oh. world that you have to bite your tongue and be diplomatic. And I don't think this is one of them. You say whatever you feel, girl. You're That's allowed to feel, man. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's the shit. It's so yeah. cheesy. It's so corny. We know what you're doing. We see right through you. You're giving the same sort of like confessional that you think that the audience wants to hear or you know that the editors are going to use because it's just cliche it's right. like the biggest twist ever or i can't believe this is happening yeah. <laughs> like or, or, robots ready to explode or yeah. my conspiracy which is always that the producers are feeding them some of the lines or they say put it in your own words but say something like this but that's my conspiracy i'm not putting that in your uh in your brain there, Jenny, you didn't say that. I said that, so. There was a lot of things in this episode where I actually started to get really kind of emotionally invested and, and have opinions. You know, I, I'm usually trying to see, stay out of it. But this one, I kind of felt a certain way about some things. All right, All I love right. it. Yeah, so anytime something, <laughs> Jenna, anytime something comes up tonight that you had your like some type of conspiracy on, feel free to interrupt. Here we go. They've decided, we, we learned at the beginning of this episode that they've split into three basic groups, the, all the cast members. You've got Team Corey, you've got Team Big Brother, and you've got Team Devin. That's basically how they try to lay it out for us now that yes. there's no, now that it's not just vets versus rookies or just all the vets being on a team, they've decided to let us know that there's other alliances that have gone on throughout the season that we don't know about. And one of the main things they talked about is that Corey apparently really likes Jeremiah. Obviously, Bettina's on his team, and he's also somehow working with Priscilla, possibly. So that automatically puts, oh, Corey's trying to break up the vet alliance more than anyone else, so he's on the chopping block, possibly. Ladies, thoughts on all of that? I think it was a uh, lame reach because the vet, vet 
alliance couldn't exist anymore factually. So for him to be loyal to his newer friend as opposed to a vet he doesn't particularly play with that he's known for three seasons is just logical. It's like, this is someone that's going to be on my side and Josh is not. So it doesn't make sense to do to do that at this point. There's no reason to not play with someone that you want to be in an alliance with over a vet because it's just dumb because they're going to have to turn on each other. So it's like, if you know you're not each other's guys, so how are how are you going to try and act like that was a traitorous to everybody move? It's like, we don't have an alliance we never have. We played the game together several times and we don't align. We don't have an alliance. I, I just think that's a normal move that everyone's going to make now. He's just the first one and he was pretty obvious. Yeah. And in agreeance with you, Pam, that's like an alternate way to say, I'm piggybacking off of you, right? Uh-huh. Piggyback off of your point. I feel like there's a clear divide of the veterans in the house. Right. So of course, they worked together when it was in their favor and when they had the larger numbers, but now there's no rookie, rookie team. Clearly, Team CT, Devin, and Kyle, they have not been hanging out with Team Corey and Nelson this entire season. Everybody knows Corey and Nelson are best friends. Right. And they were kind of close with Fessy, too, although Nelson and Fessy had their thing, but it seemed like they kind of rekindled that. So it's very clear that there was a divide anyway. Like, there were right. different friendships among the veterans. So, yeah, I mean, Corey was going to break off and do that eventually, but I think that it gives the veterans ammo against him. So it's just a clear excuse for them. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't think that it is the smartest move for Corey to let that known. And it was very exposed in the challenge right. when we get into it. So all he did was give the vets a target because that's what they need. All they need is the domino effect. They need the one veteran to step out of line and say, okay, well, let's all point the finger at him. Let's try to get him out sooner. So that way I deflect anybody from looking at me. So he was just the first one to... I mean, if he's friends with Jeremiah, that that's fine. That's to your point, what you're saying, but to have that exposed and to have the other vets see that is not very good for his game. Yes. And I have a question because it's driving me crazy. Who was, and I won't, it's a jumping ahead, but we can answer the question and move on. Who was Amber B's partner? Devin. Devin. We told oh. you that last week too, Pam, which is hilarious. Oh, I always forget because it's changed every week. It's It, it can be a little rough. Um, okay. They, okay. they, they're switching so much, but to my, to, to, to both of your ladies points real quick, um, besides the fact that it put a target on Corey's back, it is a smart move to try to get more numbers on your side because you, he knows he's not working with big brother and he knows that Devin and his crew are not going to have him and Nelson's back. So who's the else is he going to go to besides these new, uh, rookies who haven't really picked a side or picked a team yet besides Emmy, you know, right. so good for him going after Jeremiah and, and trying to get some of the other girl rookies on his side. And I think it's what all of them would have done if they were in his exact situation. If they did, if they had the amount of numbers he had, which is way less than CT, Kyle, Devin, Josh, Casey, they all have a shit ton of numbers. Corey and Nelson had the least amount of numbers of the veterans. They needed the rookies. So I think if any of the vets were in his exact shoes, they would have done that, but they would have been a little bit more subtle with it. It, it. it got exposed pretty quick what Corey was doing. Also, I have a thought, and I want to see if you guys or any of our commenters notice this too. When Corey and Nelson are having their little bucket hat boy conversation, 
Corey has a fucking list. List. <laughs> a list. Didn't they learn not to write it down? No, exactly what Michaela did. She was like, these are two people are with each other. Can't make Corey made a list. Yeah. And why is it not a problem when Corey makes a list? I mean, yes, his alliance was exposed and everybody got mad at him anyway. However, it was the biggest motherfucking deal when Michaela had her list. Justice for Michaela always. Michaela lives. And that is all that needs to be said. Yep. <laughs> I agree. It's funny that he had a list. But I think the list at that point that he was writing and as a known person was obvious to everyone because it was like, these are the alliances now. Now, he made a list, but he kept it between him and Nelson as well. So I don't think the house ever possibly found out. Plus, they already did that storyline this season. So what, they're going to do it twice? But then again, I guess it would be kind of work because they've already done it once with Michaela. My conspiracy is that... They were going in no matter what. It's nothing Corey did, but Tina's the last rookie girl that hasn't gone in. Like there, it didn't didn't really matter about Corey at that point. It's like, well, let's see what Bettina's got, and it became a convenient thing once Ashley was trying to get the sway off of her to to say like Corey's, a, you know, allied with and and Josh just because Josh knows Corey's against him and Josh is an idiot. So I think it became like Corey did something bad when it was always going to be Corey. And, and, I, love, and I love when Pam gets into character. Yeah. <laughs> you never sound like what any of us sound. Oh, I thought you loved it because it was such Corey a bad, bad thing. Um, wait, I was going to say something. Oh, let's pose this hypothetical though. Um, yes, Corey was with Bettina, the rookie girl that has not gone in yet. But if that was CT or Devin or Kyle with Bettina, I don't think their asses would have been down there. You know what I mean? I think they would have found Corey or Nelson anyway. It would have, it doesn't matter who yes. they were partners with, you know, like if Corey was, I'm sorry, if CT was with Bettina, CT was not going down there tonight. And that's because Corey has less numbers than those other guys do. So he's going to, people are just looking for a reason. We talked about it when Michaela first went in there with her list first episode of the season and they were giving her so much crap about it and we're like they people just need this much of a reason to make it this much of an issue it's it's plain and simple and it was especially easy to do that when no one knew anyone yeah 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 um all right anything else from the uh opening vignettes uh i did you notice this this is a really random thing tori has a, a 37 tattoo on her arm right here and I'm sure it has nothing to do with the challenge season 37, but that's what we're on right now. And I just thought it was interesting. It's right here on her uh, right forearm, bicep, bicep. Maybe it's down here. It's one of these areas. It's a 37. Okay. I thought I got to look well, that up. That could be a deep dive. I got to look that up. I don't know why. I don't know. That's good. Maybe I DM her. I got to DM Tori. What is the significance of 37? Because it, it I have something... her number. We can text her. Oh, oh, you should around again. text her. Seriously, Pam, text her right now and see if she gets back to us in the next hour. Okay. Yes. All right. We're in on that. Uh, any, uh, uh, Jenna, you had a thought on something. I did have a thought. And it was that when we came back into the house and Priscilla shifted things up, I was really wishing that Berna could have been in the house for that because I think her being a strong rookie, it would be nice to see how the game now plays out with the the partnerships mixed up with the rookies kind of having a little bit of spark in the game and yeah. having like a really competitive female rookie Berna being there for that. So that was just like a, Oh man, that sucks. She's not here for this. Yeah. And you know, this is a, this is jumping way ahead, but I'll just mention it quickly. I am so happy that 
there were technically two vets in the elimination. I really thought it was just going to be Corey mm -hmm. with three rookies. And they literally never get into the reason that Nani is it? Yeah, Nani chooses Amber B. Like, I don't okay. understand. Okay, what was the reason? Well, it was at the she's a winner already. It was at the advice and the motivation of Logan, but Nani liked it because Amber B is competitive. And she's like, Well, that's what's that's not bad for me if Amber B goes home. That makes that was me right more before eligible commercial to break. win a final. Yeah. Right before commercial break, he mentioned because they met he also mentioned Corey, and then right after that he said um Amber B's name. But you know, I think it's interesting too because everyone um, there's so many, there's only a certain amount of champs in the house and Devin's strategy for this season. He says, I'm going to, I want to go after vets first. Vets, um, uh, vets like on his team. I want vets to save vets first. And then I want vets that have, um, that haven't won next. So I want vets, vets that haven't won. And then the rookies, he doesn't give a crap about, but it's nice to see that he's trying to save the vets that haven't won. He wants them to finally win a season instead of having Ashley, who's already a millionaire, CT, who's probably a millionaire. But he's trying to, at least, I like that Devin's trying to save, <laughs> he's trying to save the people that haven't won yet that are vets. And I like that. I want to yeah. mix it up. I'm well, tired of, I don't want like to win. everything Devin does, but. <laughs> no, but you don't agree with that? You think that Ashley and Amber B should win every season? That's no fun. I don't no, want that. No, and not CT, at all. And CT, we all I love. love we all love an underdog story. I'm so down with somebody who has never won before winning. I would love that. But I just wonder when is Devin going to tell CT that? Uh, well, never. Probably won't. Never. Yeah. <laughs> like he probably who's won't. Tell him? Right. But no I one, don't... no one's, no one wants to go against him. Tori deal says hi. And let's see. <laughs> she and already she responded. My lucky number, LOL. So she does have a number 37 and it's her lucky number. Did you that tell her I noticed so it? Did you tell her it was me, Pam? Uh, I think so. I'm I, just kidding. Number it's fine. No, I said, and we noticed. It's fine. Know. All right. She's um, writing more. She's writing that is more. so cool. She got back to you so quickly. She did. I think she's this is very fantastic. nice. That's why I'm like a real life fan of hers. Like she's so nice. And well, you all met her too. And like, not like humble and sweet and real person energy very like, cool and down uh, to earth yeah yeah and she's she, a jersey girl hard. so yeah okay she yeah, said tell her we it's my to birthday three seven her birthday's three seven. Oh. The first day of filming are you the one was three seven and we filmed for 37 days and i won thirty seven thousand dollars see i'm telling you people have their numbers my number's 18 and always stuff always with 18 happens for me and your girlfriend, what's her number? Is it also 18? It's also 18. Okay. She, my girlfriend has a tattoo 18 on her body, which obviously oh. I didn't know at first. And then once we got naked, I'm like, what the hell's that? Well, it's true. I'm and I'm like, it's 18, it's the Roman numeral 18. And I'm like, that's my lucky number uh, meant to be. And uh, yeah. Wow, that is, that's wifey shit and meant that's to be. Crazy. Well, I am proposing to her, but I won't tell you the day because we're on, I'll tell you after. Does she know that? She knows I'm proposing. She doesn't know when, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope it has got to be the 18th, February 18th, maybe Valentine's ish time. I'll talk to you about it after we get off the air. If you want to, I don't see why okay. Stacey's going to be right. watching. All this right. Day. All right. But wow, that's exciting. We uh, the date is like, okay. That's exciting. I'm oh, and no, when no. we went out to dinner together, our table was 18. That is that crazy. I'm no. When I went out to dinner with Pam, with Stacey, and her man Luke, 18 was our like number. Yeah. 
Crazy. That is that? amazing, though. Yeah. All her 373737 days and 37,000. Like, that's a lot of 37s. Yeah. So now we know we all have special numbers. That Tori happens. also, to everyone, says hi. Hi, Tori to Deal. Hey, listeners. Hi, Tori. <laughs> um, yeah, that's amazing. That's really, I like that. That is a very significant. And I know, Dan, you and your girlfriend both have like many 18 reasons for 18. Yes. 18 pops up in our life on a, like a regular basis and it like freaks us both out. Yeah. But anyways, all right. Uh, well, bombshell, okay. b- bombshell battle happens. Uh, they're going to be handling bombs, ladies, a.k.a. soccer balls. Watch out. But I love how they refer to them as bombs the whole freaking time. Like us as an audience doesn't realize they're just soccer balls. But this is a fun kind of throwback challenge, classic, get in the mud, get dirty, and uh, get your balls dirty if you know what I mean. So what did you ladies <laughs> think of the daily? Dan, do they remind you of the battle of the exes one when they have to slide down the tarp yes. in the mud and then they all fight over the ball? That's why I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, this is such a good, like, classic type of a yeah. challenge. Yeah, and had some <laughs> decent drama. Like, not as much drama as the exes one. That one was, was, was much more drama. But anyway, sorry, Pam, go on. I just thought this was great. I was like, oh, what a fun daily. I was much more invested in it than I usually am the dailies. I, like, tune out, and I'm like, who won? What? Because lately it's been so hard to see. So this also, we were like, okay. And the, all the, the rounds make it really tense and cool. Um, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I really cared. I was, like, really interested in it. Uh I have some some things to say about the turnout, but I'll hold mm. off until we all talk about. I agree. I loved it. It went fast for me in the beginning where it was actually very hard to keep track with what was going on. Like I was so invested in it, but I also was like, I don't actually have any idea what's happening here. Is there a strategy? Can you maintain that strategy? Because at first Ed and Ashley had a really good one to chuck all the balls, but it didn't even really put them in a good position. Right. Anyway. Um, and towards the end of that heat, was it that heat when it came down to Amber, Casey and big T, or maybe that was heat too. But it, at that point, it just becomes hard to, to fight between multiple oh. people for the ball. Yeah. And so yeah. it feels like Amber just kind of didn't want Casey to win. So she sits on Casey and then, uh, big T gets to, right. well, I was really proud of, cause she did work for it and big T, yeah. did a good job, but uh yeah at that point it seems like it, it's hard to be able to fight off so many people you have to work with somebody and you see the guys that's ultimately what gets Corey in trouble is because when it's you, you in a mud pit with a ball and five other dudes it's going to be really hard to come out of that yourself you need to work with other people right yeah so uh jenna to your point round one you're right there was just too many teams you, i couldn't follow along but then what I liked that they did was they did three different heats and they eliminated teams each time. So round two and round three were much easier to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, they limit to five teams and then down to the final three to battle for uh, the win. Logan and Nani get the agency. But at the same time, I was like, was that was unexpected. I didn't really, I couldn't really tell, like you said, there's this strategy wise when, when Ed and Ashley threw those pink balls towards their area, couldn't another team have gone up to those pink balls and chucked them back to the middle to be a dick about it? And no one did that. So I was like, if the strategy was really working, wouldn't people like start to say, okay, we can't allow them and then throw their balls back in the middle. Or I don't know. I just wanted that to happen more, I guess. Yeah. I had the same thought at the very beginning of the game. I was like, Ooh, when you get down there, you should also sabotage other people and right. start throwing their balls out of the course. But I think what maybe happened is that requires too much energy when you're already trudging through thick muddy water and you're so 
focused on yourself. It's already so exhausting and, and taxing on your body. It's like, do I now want to go run back and now like sabotage somebody else? And then someone else is just going to do it to you. So it's kind of, you have to, maybe if you timed it correctly, after you had all, you needed one more ball and maybe you could start fucking over other people. I don't know. It seemed pretty hard, but we have to talk about the Josh and Corey thing because this is a moment where I have, I have to have a pre, a pre that my shut up yes. moment, Josh of the night yes. before that happened is in what world did Josh protect he's like now i'm seeing all these guys i protected turning on me ct i don't recall josh protecting ed josh <laughs> protected Corey. josh is protecting jeremiah josh is protected and kyle were the people he claimed he's protected right. and he couldn't believe that they were doing this to him shut up josh well yep. i will join josh. you with the shut up, Josh, this is one of those moments where I was like, I haven't been kind of heated watching the challenge in a while, but this got me going because um, Josh is someone that I'd be becoming um, warmed up to. Like I've started to like more and more, but this was so annoying. This was so vintage. What annoys us about Josh at its core is like he whines about everything. <laughs> he doesn't win <laughs> just like your dog your dog <laughs> is pissed off is that your dog protecting josh carter stop barking the Ow. dog is like yeah shut up josh but as soon as something doesn't go josh's way all he does is blame everybody fucking else but himself it's always everybody else's fault all he does is bitch whine and complain about it so i was so team Corey in this moment because Corey is like he comes over heated as hell it's like did you just say my name I'm trying to win, Josh. That doesn't mean I'm going to roll out the red carpet for you and allow you to win. So I was very much like, go off, Corey. Just tell him how you feel because it's very annoying that Josh loves to, in privacy and secrecy in front of the confessional camera, start dogging everybody else when he doesn't win a challenge. It's like, it's a game show. It's Josh a game thinks he's, um, he's running the game this season and I don't see it. And I get very confused where he, he gets on this like high horse. He's like, I did all these things for all you people. How dare you go against me? I'm like, Dude, just what are you talking about? Everyone's in this for themselves, man. What did you- And you didn't do shit for these That's people. I know, I understand that. It's just um, it's, it's weird that he keeps bringing it up. He brings it up again and he starts talking to nominations later about all kinds of crap. Like, be quiet, man. What are you talking about? He uh, is a dramatic baby. He's like a giant baby that's like has the emotional maturity of a five-year-old and is like, you hurt my feelings. You didn't play good on the court with me. Why aren't you my friend? Yeah, like it's his responses are so like childish. I'm just mad Corey engaged and got heated. I wish Corey was like, okay, baby Josh, go take a nap and drink some milk and we'll talk. See, I kind of liked it though, because I felt like it actually made Josh backpedal a little bit, right? Didn't you kind of see Josh be like, oh shit, I think someone might be putting me in my place right now. I think it got him shook a little bit. So I, and at, at that point, it's been how many episodes they've been in this house for so long and no, and Corey hasn't said anything to him and it probably has been biting his tongue this whole season there's only so long you can do that and you finally need to tell somebody how you feel so i was like you know what, Corey, i ain't even mad at you tell josh what's up well josh didn't yeah. really have a good argument he didn't have a leg to stand on all he said was how can you go against me it's like dude everyone was going against everyone and then josh was like oh yeah i guess that's right i know I was gonna 
Everyone was tackling each other. You just happened to be on the well, bottom, he threw man. threw the ball to Jeremiah instead of, I mean, he was speaking to that. But then everyone gets on Corey about that later, not just Josh. Everyone goes again. Everyone says, why would you throw it to, why wouldn't you throw it to Kyle well, and all this other stuff? So Josh brought it up again. Because he's like, because he was in front. I mean, because Josh started that, though, I think. It's like, I don't know, because I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Jenna, you were going to say. We started this with, we started with the shut up moment, but that was my interrupting. Oh, right. No, I did my shut up moment. That's, that oh. was my shut up moment. It's just that he had, he was on his high horse complaining about everything. I mean, yes, that was what exposed Corey. So I get that. And, and you know, it's bad when Nelson is the, the voice of reason that is like, oh, Corey, what are you doing? You just made it really obvious that we're working with Jeremiah. So it was a bad look of Corey. Absolutely. So if Josh's frustration is that, but it just feels like, Josh, it was you and five other guys. Like, what did you, you know, CT was in there. No one's going to just give it to you. So that's what yeah. I was talking about. It's like his lack of understanding what competition is. Right. And I will say Josh had it out from Corey for Corey from the very beginning. Corey should not have told Josh who's going to look for anything to stir up his alliance and get them on anti-Corey. But he was doing that before this competition saying that, Corey's allied with the rookies because he told them, he told, so the beginning scene, he told Josh was, Corey was talking to Josh and Tori, the three of them were talking, and Corey said, I knew she was going to pick whatever because she told me when Josh came back and was like, Corey's working with the rookies. He knew she would whatever. Yeah. That actually was a pretty good Josh. That I got you a spot on. That was a pretty good one. I worked on it. I tried to channel Josh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, Logan and Nani become the agency ladies. And then we all go back to the house. And Ashley Hold on. I have something to say about this. I was really pissed. And it was really stupid for them to... Corey... To Nellie and Ed mm -hmm. should have taken up against Logan, who's partnered with not Casey. Logan's partnered with Nani. Nani, who's on the Big Brother Alliance. So if it wasn't Nellie, they're going to go for Corey. Like but he should have also, seen that. Lo Logan also promised them that they would be safe. Right. But they should have been, Nelson should have been like Ed. Let's be, he was just holding it then. They would have batted around him. He gave them a challenge and they backed down. He said, if you let me win, you'll be safe. If you don't, you don't know. You're rolling the dice. It's like, no, we're not rolling the dice if we plan on one of us winning and we only make it a someone with but that. Ed and Nelson aren't on the same team, technically. They're on, one's on Devin's and one's on uh, Corey's. But they're both not on Big Brother, which the other one but is. Logan doesn't have a team. He's not in one of those three teams yet. Technically he hasn't chosen a team. I know he's with Nani who's on big brother, but Nani's never as the Alliance going to say Josh never. And Nelson should have known that meaning that if there's only a few people, I just think those two are more aligned than they are with him with Nani as a partner. And they should have been like, no dice buddy. And help I mean, each other. If it ended up affecting them, I might jump on what you're saying, but it didn't. I think, it, well, it did. Nelson lost his best ally in the game and he was in a power position. Oh, Jeremiah. Nelson oh, lost oh Jeremiah. I think he should have had, no, Corey. Oh, Corey, well, forget it. 
Oh yeah, sorry. He almost did. He got put on the I was going to say Jeremiah. And I thought you can't, was... you can't save him, but Corey came back, so we're good. Yeah. But I but was interesting point though, Pam. I didn't even think about that. What if Ed and Nelson teamed up? That is interesting. That's cool to to think about it. But yeah, because they are if... a little closer. But to Dan's point, I don't know if Ed. You can't really put your stock in Ed when he's a rookie and Tori is a very. But strong presence in the house that whatever Tori kind of wants or what she's aligned with is going to go for Ed too. So I don't know if Ed really could have made any promises to well, Nelson. No, Nelson, Nelson should have been the winner. Yeah. Logan's her boyfriend. Nelson's her partner. And then Ed who's allied or Logan, who's on the big brother Alliance, mostly doesn't have the power. They should have let Nelson win. And Logan should have been assured that your girlfriend on the show is not going to put you up. And Nelson wasn't going to go after Corey and that winner either. And there's no reason he would never go after Tori. Yeah. So it was a safer bet to let Nelson win. And they probably would have sent in. Oh, he probably would have sent in Ashley and Ed if we're going. Nah, he, I don't know who Nelson would have. That's why we don't know. And I don't Corey think would have been pushing it. It's a lot to work out mentally to be like, as you're trying to pry a ball from a muddy pair of, strong arms it might be hard to be like well what if and then i don't know but that's just me maybe they i don't know either but at logan i mean at nelson we always see him playing chess and i'm always amazed but you have to think a few moves ahead so in that point it's like wait a second no you would think that's only one step ahead it's not like 20 steps ahead that yeah. is almost assuredly if Nani and him win, Bettina, who no one has loyalties to, and then Corey, who Josh wants out, is going to be voted in. Like, there's there's almost no way that that's not happening. So Nelson should have been like, other other thing, I'll win and won't put you guys in. How about that? There it is. Like, yeah. Yeah, but and Logan wasn't given that. That ball. was my biggest drama. I was like, Nelly, you're sentencing Corey to be voted in right now by agreeing to this with Nani's partner. There, there's no way. Like, you might be safe, but. I don't know at that point that they really thought Corey was going to be the target, though. I think that they were pretty comfortable that Ashley or, and maybe Ed were going to go in. I don't and think even if, even if Nelson Corey. won, Corey would have still been the house vote. But then Nelson could have picked who he went against. That's all. It was. No, if Nelson. Oh, I see. Nelson can pick Ashley to go in against Corey, but Corey was the house vote no matter what. Nelson wasn't Thanks. able to stop that. That's true. So maybe we would suck at the challenge if we were on the show. Because that was just so roundabout of like trying to make things make sense. No, Corey wasn't the house. Oh, no. Yes. No. Corey and then were the. Oh. Corey and Bettina were the house vote. My God. All right. Boy, get back to the house. Oh, Ashley is really upset. She's like, I'm going in no matter what now or something like that. Do we feel bad for Ashley? I want to get both of your opinions and I'll give you my opinion on Ashley. She's freaking out. She's very, very upset. She's very emotional. What do we think on the Ashley situation? She's very upset, ladies. She's legitimately upset. And I guess as a champ that you always have a big target on your back, especially if you're considered a champ like no one attacks CT because they don't want to see him return. You know what I mean? I think they feel a little more comfortable going after Ashley, who is not the strongest competitor, but is a two-time champ and they don't want to see her losing money. I understand her being upset. She needs to cool it though. She was a little overly defensive and, you know, it, 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 
I, I feel bad for her, but she was very defensive and it's not a great look. I think that this is just Ashley and it really, I don't feel here nor there. I don't feel really <laughs> about it. And that's not, again, that's not a negative thing. It's not to be like, oh, I am so over her. It's not that at all. It's just, this is just Ashley. And I've accepted that. And I like her on the show and, you know, but it's not something that surprises me, but it's not necessarily something I feel bad about because this is just how she reacts to things. She reacts very emotionally and she's very, very fired up and emotional and passionate about stuff. So, I mean, if she cries, she cries. Um, that's just how she feels. I could say, it's easy for me to say, well, you know what, just puff your chest out, suck it up. You're a vet, you're a champ, go to work and do it. But I'm not in her shoes. And if she's feeling that way, then she feels that way. And she seems to perform pretty well when she's emotional. So that's just Ashley's response to it. So it's just, you know, it is. I, I do not blame the non-champion challengers for wanting to get rid of Ashley, Amber B, and for those that are hush-hush about it, CT, because they're too afraid to say it out loud because of how powerful he is, whatever you No, because of how good he is. Who wants to go well, against him? Well, then why don't you vote his ass in so you don't have to go against him? <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> okay, well, you say that, but you know that, as Anissa said, eliminations are dicey. You don't know what could happen, and anything could happen. We saw it tonight. Holy I don't crap, know. We saw it tonight. That we was... did see tonight, but, anyways, but CT has all the five strengths. I so agree. I agree. He's very most good people at the have five a weakness, assets. have a kryptonite, and if they get it, they're screwed. But he doesn't have a kryptonite. Like, With that said, I think the reason uh -huh. that these people want to go after them so much, all these champs so badly, is the money that they're giving away nowadays is so insanely life changing. Right. And why should that person get more life changing money? They realize like. Right. This should be spread out Shared among all of us. Yeah. You know, that's, so that's how I feel about it. So I don't, I love that they want to go after Ashley and Amber B. And I wish someone, more people had the the guts per se to go after a CT more often. But uh, I, I want new winners. I want different people winning these things. And I don't mind them going after Ashley. I, I know she's sad and everything about it. But <laughs> you've won. You've won twice. You won a million dollars one time. And then you won champs versus pros another time. And won a nice chunk of change there. I'm sorry, but. I don't need her to win anymore. Um, I think it's also because I think a lot of her day-to-day -day income is probably from being on the show. So she probably doesn't want to get kicked off because of like a weekly payment too, you know? So I think sure. that's what contributes to a lot of people's anxiety is that this isn't just a game show they went to for fun. This is now literally their livelihood. Their and this yeah. is not even just income, but also like, their presence and their fame like this sure. is what they do so I think that that makes right. it kind this of is how they keep that insta money flowing yeah yeah exactly you have a show every season it's true and staying a long time on the show and proving that they are good at the show so more and more people are going to want to root for them per se mm -hmm. of course yeah mm -hmm. I've come around to, to totally agreeing with you Jenna now I'm like socks toilets being attacked as a champion, Ashley's always dramatic. You're right. I still, I love her and I love it, but she's just Ashley doing Ashley. Huh. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I, I heard something the other day and it seems kind of harsh in the terminology, but it's something called like a fatal flaw that you just have to accept in your friend or don't be friends with them. Like if you get very annoyed that every time you call your one friend and she keeps you on the phone for like two hours longer than you wanted and dumps all this shit on you, like you either have to just accept that personality trait or move on. And I feel like that's Ashley's thing is like, she just gets very startled and has an emotional response. So it's like, you need, if you're her friend, you got to just accept that 
or you can be friends with I, I have a great analogy that someone gave me that totally speaks to that. It's like really close friends that you've been friends with forever or family. Sometimes it's like you, you, you're not going to, they're not going to not be in your life. You don't even have mm -hmm. the choice of not being. So you have to just consider it like a buffet. My, my friend said this, he's like, they're a buffet. Take the good and just try and avoid the bad, you know, yeah. like enjoy the good stuff that they give you, like pick and choose what you enjoy that you get from them and just try as hard as possible to like not have the other shit on your plate. Like it, it might wind up there, but you know, <laughs> just, try and just focus on the good and yeah. and steer away from the, you know, sardines or whatever. I you like that. Like. That's cool. And I think, yeah, we all know a lot of people who have right. their, their. Yes. We, I mean, everyone that I love ultimately has a, one thing that I want to kill about them. Yeah. yeah. I still love them more, but it's like, oh, I wish I could change that. And you have to just kind of de-emphasize yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. For our viewers, it's when we do stuff like this. <laughs> and we just that, get off topic for 20 yeah, minutes. It's exactly. But but that's why I love that comes full right. circle because I love that. Why you like us. Yeah, I love that about Ashley though too. Like oh. who else is gonna get dramatic over Cheetos or something? Yeah, she's like Exactly. Well, I've got three things for news and gossip, so we'll get off topic in just a little bit. Okay. Oh, love it. Stay Very exciting. Um, let's get into nominations, ladies. Uh, it's basically the, the Corey and Ashley show, and they go after each other. And I mentioned this uh, a couple seasons ago that, that Ashley has snake earrings. And I mentioned that she wore them in a confessional or whatever. And Corey brought it up. And I was like, all right. I knew I wasn't seeing things. And I mean, who's, are, are we, are, did you pick sides for this fight? Like, how did you feel about it? Because I was so like, all right. You, you both have good points and bad points. I don't care. Like, I'm, it's fine. It's great. Good. Moving it's on. funny I that you say that about picking sides because I wanted to ask you guys the same thing because I actually thought that they both were really good in their arguments. Yeah, I do too. I thought Ashley came with some really good like notes and notes and notes. And I don't think she wrote it down. Like she was going from topic to topic and laid it all out for Corey. And I was like, all right, Ash. I mean, and I, and I think she sounded really confident too. And to your point, like on her toes and she was ready to counterattack every argument that he had, but in a way that it almost seemed like undebatable. Right. But then when Corey would come in and talk about how you want to be a, sne a snake, you profess that you're a snake, but then all of a sudden now you're trying to say, you don't you didn't do anything wrong. To right. I don't know. It just, it was a good, it was a good battle. I was definitely like, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. I that think they both had two like winning points that made me be like, huh, Ashley's was other than Hunter, who was my worst enemy, who have yeah. I ever snaked? And then Corey's was, I've been on this for nine seasons. Who have I ever, how have I ever played any game dirty? Like that is a pretty good resume and a pretty good history of your character that you've never screwed anyone over. I mean, and then, and then you can say, well, Corey, you've never won. And Ashley, you did win. So is it good to be a snake? I mean, Ashley did win, but yeah. She would have won anyway. She already won. Right. She decided to but take she won, money. she won double. <laughs> she yeah, won double. she got a lot more money. Um, yeah. I feel like they showed the clip and I remember this from when Ashley stole the money. The way she made it sound was like that was her ex-boyfriend that seemed to be really, really awful to her. So I don't know if she was she entitled to share the money with him. It's a very, very hard subject. I'm not saying it was. I don't know. I don't know. It, you, it feels we, wrong. It feels we, really, really wrong to do to Hunter. I know I get it. But if you're in her shoes, 
I don't know. Is she saying you threatened my life and my family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think she ever felt it's, threatened. We watched. Or, that her we watched, life, her family's life were in danger. I girls, don't. we watched this season together at After Buzz, correct? Yeah. All three of us were on the panel that season. And we watched the whole season every week together. And we went back and forth talking about how Hunter and Ashley both treat each other like shit. I mean, yes, Hunter, I believe, was right. with Ashley. But Ashley literally questioned his intelligence every week, calling him a moron, right. basically. And right. that's- They were like, not nice to each other. They were not <laughs> nice to each other. Both of them were in the wrong. And it's just the fact that Ashley got to decide who got that money. Hunter did not get a say in it because he didn't do as well in the, in the finale. Ashley. Now, if it was the other way around, I do think that Hunter would have split it, but that's just me making yeah. assumptions. Ashley, yeah, like, point, it was really just as evil to him that season. So <laughs> it's just, they didn't treat each other well. It was both sides. Yeah, and, and like Bananas, I do think she's proud of it. Like, I took all the money. And that's and that's the point right and there. that's what Corey why... was saying. Like, you know, you, you did him dirty. You, you know that you, you know, and you call yourself Millionaire Mitchell and you're, you know, like you, I, I love Ashley, but it, I, I, I mean, old story, whatever, I guess it's it is just, yeah. Like, it's I, like, I, it's, it's really saying though, the, like she used those things about Hunter, like they did happen, but was she using them more as an excuse to give more reasons why she should have the money? Yes, yes. he didn't treat her well, but in, at the same time, you know that you weren't very nice to him either, so at least, like, come on, just, I would have, I mean, I think he, she should have split it, but that's, this is an old topic. I know, but it's still something that has me, like, questioning what was the right move to this day, you know? Well, and then at the reunion for that season, she called him racist. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, she was really trying to defend her. Okay. And he was like, my best friend, like, what are you talking he, he, about? And then he I said, well, Corey like, and Nelson are my best friends, so I'm not sure right, what like, talking about. Right, like, how am I racist? He's like, what? <laughs> like, it literally, she, like, backed down on that one pretty fast because it's like, that's not going to, you know. Oh, cool. like, it was definitely, it was messy. And I'm tell us in the comment sections, section what you think about that whole situation because I know y'all watched it like we did, and I bet there's going to be a lot of people on Ashley's side for it too, 100%. I think also Polly cursed himself, Carlives, that season by swearing on his family's life or something to joss he wouldn't put him in and then putting him in oh yeah that was that's crazy. a shitty swear like that's a shitty it's one thing i know you have to go back on your word and tell people something but literally swearing at the final moment um on live like i i'd be scared to do that right like i'd be too superstitious to like swear on someone i love's life and then lie for like yeah, no, dropping the spirit that. stick and bring it on yes. don't do it which, speaking I, of which, it's October, Spookoween, October, and my dog, I think we have a ghost, all of a sudden is just barking, like, if for no reason. Either that or he's 13 now. He's getting a little uh, Maybe the ghost just appears in October, though, so maybe your dog's That's right. what I'm saying. He keeps, like, bolting alert and barking, like, out in the main room, and I'm like- You've never been in right? this uh, house for Halloween yet, where you are right now. Yes, Yes, we were last Halloween. Oh, then, no, this past, last Halloween, you were in this same place? Yeah, we moved oh. in September. So then, well, then, so it's not just because of the first Halloween. Sorry. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the ghost of Hunter and Sarah's money. Oh, uh, could be. Maybe. Does that mean it's about to come to me? 
Oh, in Ooh. ghost world. So <laughs> get it, Carter, get it. <laughs> Although I do um, love my travel to work, which is just hanging out with you ladies from there to here. I do miss going into After Buzz and filming like live with you girls. That was, that was yeah. fun. That was good sitting in the studio, having the live feed. That was a good time. Listen, yeah. someday, Patreon plug, guys, become patrons, please. We need it. And we'll use the money to fly Jenna to LA. And we'll do a together recording. That would be fun. I would yes, be that's a great fun. way. I'd be happy to you to have our Patreon money go to bring it. Why don't we elsewhere? Let's we would use the money for all three of us to go to a remote vacation. Fine. Everybody, join Patreon. One dollar. All of you do it. That's enough for me and Dan to go. I don't know if they care that we get to go to a remote location, but like Vegas isn't expensive. The three of us could go to Vegas. We could, we could go to Vegas. That'd be fun. Where, yeah, where we pay for our gas money to like drive to Milwaukee. Yeah, meet <laughs> like, us in the middle somewhere. Let's be, let's be in Kansas City, Missouri. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we'll stay in a Super 8. Like Chicago. Right. Is that like the middle of the country? for? Bo- I don't know. Anyway, we'll oh, yeah. join Patreon. And I think it's easier, Jenna, since we're here. Or you guys come to Palm Springs, Jenna. Palm Springs just perfectly loved yeah. this time of year. So we'll bring Jenna to Palm Springs, Dan. Maybe you could work something out with the casino there, Pam. We could film live from the casino on the top floor. We had all the slots behind us. The Sugaro is just down the street from me. So we'll make, we'll be like, get a room there. And I think that sounds great. We'll have them sponsor it. All right. We're, we're, we're going to look we'll into it. Josh and a dunk tank. We got to put Josh in the dunk tank for sure. And then Pam, you get to throw the, 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 the ball. <laughs> Pam's just going to throw it out of his mouth. Honorary first pitch to Pam. That's I, I, his pink suede jacket that he had on tonight. Cause that weigh you down good in the water. Oh my, what do you want? I did not take note of his fashion, his but I love that for you. Jacket. I was like, Josh, and a bandana. And I just don't know what he's going for. Again, I'm not very fashionable. So maybe it's all the rage, his looks right now. But man, it reminds me of like the Cheetah Girls movie, the first one at the end when they're all yeah. wearing matching suits. He dresses like a brat style. Like, it's like, Josh, what are you wearing all the time? <laughs> You know, speaking of Cheetah Girls, I really wish it worked out between Rob and the Cheetah Girl there. What was her name? Adrian? Yeah. Adrian. Rob yeah. Kardashian, her were together for a little while. Two years Oh, ago. was Two her name ago. like Red Dawn or something? She had a... Are you talking about Black China? Black China, yes. Red Dawn, Black China. I didn't know. Um, Black China. It would be It would be before that, Pamela. Oh. Uh, he he dated a Cheetah Girl. He dated a cheetah girl. Movie about they lived together, but then Rob cheated (laughs) on Adrian, and then he tried to get her back at Chloe and Lamar's wedding, but it didn't work. And that is a lot of keeping up with the Kardashians info for you. From yeah, I have no idea. I do not keep up with them, and I have no idea what the cheetah girls are. But Disney Disney Channel original movie. They made a sequel. They might have made a third. 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 Is poor Rob Kardashian alive still? Like, I hope yeah. he really isn't. This isn't that. I have not seen but hide nor hair. Himla, he don't make people not alive. You got to just say he's alive. Yes, he is. We, yeah, we, yeah, Jenna's I, looking I, it up right now to make sure. Uh, he no, is though, Jenna. I'm he not is. that I'm looking up that he's alive. I know he is. Thank okay, God. God. But I didn't, I didn't mean that. I just meant what, how does he get to stay under the radar? I just want to know how he's doing. Is he still doing socks, Jenna? 
<laughs> hey, I actually got my whole family Arthur George socks for Christmas one year, and I got my mom socks that said MILF on them. That's his sock line. Okay. Wow. See, I mean, this is, I knew that you did, Jen. I had a feeling that's why I brought this whole thing up. Wow. Okay. Let's get into the fact that it's Corey Bettina. They are the compromised agents. Then there's a little outdoor scene that I thought was very interesting, ladies, and I wanted to talk to you about it. Corey comes out because Devin's sitting there. He's like, well, I don't trust Ashley at all. And then Kyle says, I don't trust Ashley either. Then Corey comes out and says, Kyle, you're a liar, man. And Kyle's like, I'm not lying. Did Kyle vote for Corey and Bettina? Because Kyle says he did not vote for them. Do you believe Kyle? We have I to think ask he voted him for them. Him. I think he voted for them too, but he so he lied to Corey's face, and then they show a confession of of of, of uh, Kyle immediately after, and he says that he does not lie though. He's like, I don't lie though. I wouldn't lie about that. He said he didn't lie about it. Kyle lie. has lied in the past. I I again, I kind of like that Corey called him out here. Yeah. Um. I I pretty much liked Corey this whole episode actually. Um. But I, I feel like Kyle and Corey clearly have a history and probably they've never worked together in the past and they probably just don't vibe well in the house. They're always in different alliances. So just like, yeah, they don't mesh well. So they had a little tiff, but I like that. Um, it seemed like Kyle was trying to egg him on a little bit to see how far Corey would go. And Corey's like, I'm not going to hate you. I'm not that yeah. dumb, but I am going to call you out because if you think Ashley's so untrustworthy, mm-hmm. why aren't you voting for her? I'll say this. I wanted Kyle to be telling the truth because I wanted to believe that Kyle didn't vote for Corey and Bettina. Now, on the aftermath, which is going to air right after this, I believe every week or most weeks, they do show who voted for who in nominations. So if we don't get a chance to watch it, uh, ladies, please tell us in the comment section, did Kyle vote for Corey or was he telling the truth? Because that's something I really do want to know. And that's another deep dive thing that we can maybe talk about on a, on a Patreon uh, mm-hmm. episode. I, I might maybe have to that, watch um- that Palm Springs, Milwaukee money. Patreon. We, we, we gotta, we gotta put it to some use. Yeah, we gotta. Put yes. it to, it's in there still. All the money we made so far, it's all just sitting there. I haven't done anything with it. Um, all right, elimination. It's called hanging the balance, and it's gonna be Corey and Bettina, and then they vote in Jeremiah and Amber B. And before we start, ladies, before the the elimination started, who were you rooting for at the beginning? Because I I know that we have some big Amber B fans here. Yeah, um, I think just instinctually, I couldn't really help but root for Amber B in the beginning. However, I was never rooting against Corey and Bettina either. I was more curious about how to play this game more than anything. I was so intently focused on how, what's the strategy here? And are they ever going to get it going? Are they ever going to get it right? Because it felt so impossible in the beginning. So it was really anybody's game. So it was less of like, who am I rooting for? It's more of just like, trying to figure out this game. And I was wondering, and remind me if they stated this in the rules and I missed it, are they not allowed to like sit their butts on it and like shimmy across? Do they have to walk and hold each other? I think it was a straight up triangle. I don't think you could sit on that as a team. You don't think so? Because I was was kind of like- Yeah. It, yeah, like you couldn't slide your asses along it at all. You don't know. It also looked like it was like saddled. It yeah. was like a foam. So to slide on foam would be hard. It wasn't a slick surface. They needed the grip for their shoes because that thing, that balance beam was awful looking. That thing, and not was it wasn't just a sturdy balance beam. I believe it had some movement to it as well, yeah. doubling up the uh, difficulty value level, whatever you want to call it. Well, yeah. the answer I think is exactly what 
um, Corey and Bettina ultimately came to, which is a shared weight, like get a balance where, because the way Amber and Jeremiah were doing it was great until it wasn't, where he was holding all her weight. And at that point, she's in a terrible position. He's in a bad position. It just didn't work. But what they figured out, just kind of skipping and jumping together with balanced weight. Uh, and then, yeah. and then when they got in stride, I love their little like hop, skip, two step across. It was so like, here we're going through the forest. Like they uh-huh. were like, off of that balance beam. They just frolicked across once they got. really did. And then when Corey started to get to hit his stride and he got off and he did that Superman thing. It was great. It was adorable. Um, I first I thought the strategy was going to be to both lean back on it and then do it. And then what Corey and Bettina realized was staying really close together was actually the way to do it. And that's right. I would have actually liked to see them even closer together, like really like not touching, but just like right, shoulder arms on each other's arms around each other's. Yeah. Around the backside of the tricep there and holding like that almost instead of they held by the forearms, it looked like, but it worked. Yeah. Um, the closer, it's just because it was wobbly. I think that was, if it was not wobbly in a sturdy surface, I think you could lean back and do it but since it was that, walking, that's what everybody lean. thought too at first i mean that was yeah. what everybody initially tried that's what our instinct would be to... yeah. i started off not caring who won at all it wasn't rooting for either team just I, like you jenna i was like how the hell are they going to do this i was just trying to comprehend how what's the best strategy but then as soon as i saw that Corey and bettina were clearly the underdog they were very far behind everything went to them and then i got real excited because the comeback and i was like they're not going to finish this comeback though. It's going to be one of those non-payoffs, Jenna, which I know you hate. I was like, we're not going to get the payoff. And we got it. And oh my God, was I excited. Great elimination because of the drama. And it was also something we haven't seen before. This balance beam thing. Have we ever seen a balance beam that moved and had a triangle on top? No, I think we've seen a regular balance beam at some point, at some points in 37 seasons, but never a diamond shaped weird thing. Like that was great. Yeah, and I was really, I was excited for it. Yeah, the game makers were so good. This episode, AKA TJ, right? <laughs> TJ, charge of not the executive producer really that good. I mentioned, Ryan Smith earlier on, not him, uh, TJ, for sure. Yeah, Really good this time, TJ. Good job, TJ. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, ladies, not seeing puzzles for a couple weeks. Every damn episode, there's a puzzle. Back in the day, not to say everything has to be back in the day, but it wouldn't be bad, is... There was puzzles every couple, three, four episodes. They would do a puzzle. It's every damn week. And it's been that way for a couple seasons now. I don't need to see them every week because puzzles are not as fun to watch as people doing things athletically up on a high beam or up in the air or over water or in the water. It's just not as exciting. I agree with you. And I think that it can be a really good leveler. That's why they're great in a you know, they can level the playing field if someone's a really good runner or it's a swim to the, you know, in a challenge or in a final or whatever. But in this, it was like, it was already a really good, we didn't super need, it was a good enough elimination without a puzzle at the end to cap it. But it does sometimes raise the stakes, like the one with um, Ed and the one where they were like going down and picking up and bringing, and then it was a puzzle pieces, like magnet puzzle pieces. That was kind of cool because it all worked hand in hand. I mean, it was was very different. We hadn't seen something. Yeah. Yeah. So now I think they're like sticking with that. But I kind of, I don't, 
I don't know. I know what you're saying, but I think it is a good, because then it could be anybody's game up to a certain point and then, you know. And I think everybody performed really well too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They definitely did their best and didn't give up. Amber with her, such she has such long legs, but the way she was able to hold that squat and her flexibility to basically do a like a horizontal splint, uh, splint yeah. the entire time she's on that balance beam. Um, and I thought Bettina was a really good communicator. She worked really well with Corey. That I would like to see them stay partners, but. We don't know what's going to happen with this bombshell. Let's let's get into that. At the end of the episode, Corey and Bettina are very excited to pick different partners. We know Corey's interested in Casey. Bettina's interested in, in CT. And in a confessional, CT says, oh, but that is not going to last long. So what? He's going to throw himself in? I didn't get that comment, but we don't have to get into that really. Um, what did, what did, what the hell do we think is going to happen now? Because the, the, the um, people that don't have partners, Tori and Devin, are both singles right now. They don't even have partners. So ladies, do you have any, what are your predictions? We got to do a prediction section for this for sure. I, anything, I don't think, have anything, but I'll try to think of something. But. I think there's a small chance that they would have done it tonight that they could choose either Tori or Devin. But then I really think that's like what I thought, like only of those people. And then just the partners are fixed. But I don't think that. I think they're going to stay. Tori and Devin will become partners. And that's it. No more partner swapping. Yeah, see, so I love that. That is huge. My, my only other thought that what it could be is he's making everyone just go no partners the rest of the season. But that kind of mix, that kind of messes up your elimination stuff with getting to choose people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But I like, yours, I like yours better, Pam, where you're stuck with who you're stuck with now. That's kind of fun. Yeah, that's probably are- good. That would change good. the game. So yeah, they're good teams now too. So now it's like, that's your partner. Enough vet, vet fighting your team versus team is now, that's but it. Can you still put in, so do you have to put in a partnership now? You can't vote in like two random rookies. Like the, the, um, the, the agency has to put in a team now. They can't pick and choose two random people is what you're saying as well. Well, I would say that, but also if they did allow them to still choose two random people, it's the same deal. That's it. Then they're they, like, then they win their partners or they okay. or their part like yeah, then if those two win their partners. I don't hate that idea. I don't hate it. I can't remember if we brought this up last week, but it's something I've been thinking lately. And I wish that they would do this. I'm not sure it would be a part of the twist, but I, I wish that it, it will be. Um, is that if you lose the daily, if you come in last place, then you automatically go in like they used to do in in the past seasons rather than it being the house vote, because I don't know, I kind of just, it becomes a little bit too predictable with who the house is going to vote in because it starts to be like the least popular vet or the rookie rookie team. But if it's the team that just came in in worst place that had the worst time for the daily challenge, that could just be like, okay, well you fucked yourself over your loss. So you have to go in and now the power team makes the ultimate decision. I feel like they try to do that for the drama to get more people talking and have all this stuff. But honestly, wasn't it more dramatic when you went into a daily challenge, which apparently we're not even supposed to call it a daily challenge. The producer, Ryan Smith, said it's just the challenge. It's not the daily challenge. It's just the challenge of the day, but just the challenge, as we said. But wasn't it more dramatic when you knew your ass was... Huh? What's that? The daily challenge and the challenge of the day is the right. Same. Right. It's neither of those things. It's neither of those oh. things. It's just the challenge. He okay. doesn't want anything before or after it. It's just challenge elimination. Correct. Challenge. So elimination. 
wouldn't it be, isn't it more dramatic though, that your ass is on the line every challenge? That's insane. Right. Right. Than, exactly. Okay, I had the worst challenge ever, but now I might not even have to do anything. It, it, it's, it's rewarding yeah. mediocrity. <laughs> and if, because it, to your point about it being more drama, I think it was a little bit more personal too, because now the power couple has to make the one and only decision of who gets to go in. Like you get a little bit of the heat taken off of you when the house votes somebody in. And then you can kind of like see how the politics are aligning and you kind of ride the wave. But if there's no really like obvious politics in the house and it's just a loser, then the power couple is the only people politicking in a visible way that week. Then it's like, ooh, clearly CT and whoever his partner is wanted this person and that person. And I wonder why. Like it's a little bit more, your alliances are a little bit more secretive because hey, do they do this? Person. Um do they do this nomination stuff in Big Brother and Survivor? Yes or no? Well, yes and no, sort of. Because I don't know I Survivor. Feel like I don't they were trying to copy that whole trend of that excitement in a show but i like the challenge for what it it was different than all. um but i also think there's an opportunity for drama if it's fixed teams and you're voting partners because you might hate one partner and like the other and it's going to cause a lot of arguments if like yeah. ashley wants out Casey, but that's Josh's but yeah. right, exactly. Like if exactly like that would cause a lot of a lot of new strife. Like yeah, if, we've seen that you happen. You can't vote for my friend, but you can't save every, like each team. You know, True. there's going to be a lot of argument there. If, if, and Josh has a lot of people that he needs to save. Yes, Josh has to see. Everybody's riding on Josh's back in this. <laughs> Thank God for Josh. We love you, Josh. Come on our show. Yeah. Maybe we'll find you a Christian date. Or a dunk tank to go into. Um, all right. Well, that, so yeah. we, we have some predictions there. I think those are pretty good. Um, that's Did basically the episode. You would gossip. Wait. What's up? You would gossip. Oh, yeah. We can get to that next. I just want to make sure there's nothing else on the on the challenge that you guys want to um, talk about. Elimination. We're good. Okay. Yeah. A uh, couple it. gossip things. I sent you girls this in a DM this week. I didn't watch it yet. It, like, what's that? I didn't see. Did it? Was I supposed to see it? Yeah, check your DM right now. I sent you something really cool that, and you. Can I did too, and it wouldn't open. It wouldn't open. No. I I sent it like a couple days ago. Oh, I sent them cool. separately because yeah. Oh, so Jenna can see it. Jenna, announce it to the world because I think this is really. I would. I will be all over watching this show. <clears throat> Challenge T Shadow. They posted a tweet that somebody said, heard about something they working on called real world all-stars that's similar to what they're doing right now for teen mom all-stars here for it. And kind of like, and also what they're doing for the challenge all-stars in a way too. So I think they're going to, I think what it means is they're going to bring back old school real world members and shove them in a house together. And hopefully they pick the right ones that could stir up some fun drama, not married ones with five kids who don't want to hook up anymore. But you know, there's gotta be some people out there that are sick. I mean, you can't put, I mean, you can still put Tony in the house. He might still have a good time, even though he's married and stuff, but you know. I would, yeah, I would definitely be here for it. I, I would love to watch something like that, but I don't want them to get a job, Jenna. I just want them to be in the house, hanging out and going out at the clubs and, and at bars. Why do you hate them? I, I think it's good that they have to go to work and get a job. When they had the jobs, it wasn't as much fun, but yeah. Well, anyways, that's just my opinion. I thought it was fun, some news and gossip right there.
That is, that's cool. I've only seen select seasons of the real world. So I wonder if I would even know who gets casted. Oh, I feel like I've, well, like I've seen a lot of them, but there's yeah. also been how many seasons of the real world? Like there's definitely a lot of possibilities. Million, yeah. Somebody, some, yeah. 20, at least they started in what? 1980, no, 1992, right? And they ran yeah. till 2012. So what, how many years is that? Is that 30 years? No, that's 20. 2002 and 20. 30. That's, that's 30. Crazy. Yeah, 30. They just said the 30 year pretty huge special on. That's, but that's on... just so crazy that like that's 30 years of real worlds. So yeah. you're looking at, they had seven cast members a year. You're looking at like, yeah, I mean, you got a nice cat. You got a nice pool there. 200 and 210 people to choose from. Yeah. Give or take. So that could be fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then my other news and gossip that I just made a joke about it was that um, tonight, and you girls probably saw it, tonight Ridiculousness celebrated their 500th episode. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny because when I was uh, in the kitchen, I asked my fiance, I'm like, do you have the challenge queued up yet? Because I couldn't hear anything. He was like, yeah, I just, uh, and I was like, oh, you must have muted Ridiculousness, and I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Must be it. Because yeah. it was a minute before eight o'clock. I was like, is it on? Yeah. Yeah. Did you girls think I thought it was super cute when Amber B asked Jeremiah for a kiss during yes. the elimination? I love that. That's cute that you thought it was cute. I was kind of like, girl, at a time like this, let's go. I, I think she just needed that, that boost of like, hey, sure, right. I need some love right now. I'm like, I love Aww. that stuff. Yeah, and it was cute, cute when he said, like, I'm leaving with having Amber B and not surprised, like winning enough. And do we know if they're still together? Because that's a deep dive I'd like to do. Are they still? Yeah. But um, they must have went on a little vacay after the show together as well, I right? So. I mean, that sounds pretty well, obvious. When are we going to see this Emmanuel and Tori situation? Yeah. Keeps talking about. Well, that's because they don't. I'm telling you, they, the producers are not giving us good relationships. Story, just storylines in general. They're just, they're skipping crap. And it's not enough for us. Like, we don't know nothing about them right now. Yeah. Even with Amber B and Jeremiah, they seem really happy together. But like, am I rooting for them? I don't know. I didn't really see much about it. Uh-oh. Jenna's got her mouth open. Is that info oh, on something bad happened? Uh-oh. Should I should I tell, tell us? Tell us. Or do we want to Patreon it? Okay, we can Patreon. Tell us it. anyone with Google. Okay, let's <laughs> so on Amber's Instagram, it looks like she's wait, wait, is this him? Let me see. No, she looks like she's with somebody, but it's not jeremiah oh boy i genuinely fell for someone when i wasn't searching for love i was searching for peace i was searching for myself and found a friend who became the love of my life i focused on growing myself and ran into what was destined for me much love to you justin c palmer or or sorry just c dot palmer it looks like his name is chauncey palmer i'm beyond blessed to have you in my life i'm grateful god chose you to be my person so definitely not Jeremiah. <laughs> no, it's not Jeremiah. This dude is jacked up, though. This guy's got got Jeremiah's muscles for sure. Oh my god, they look really cute, though. Oh, well, no, I didn't see that picture. Wait, is that here? Yeah, they're yeah. really cute. She looked like Melinda to me with I her straight hair. She's so beautiful. I can't. Really oh my beautiful. gosh. Oh my yeah. god, she's such she's a very model. pretty. Um, Ugh, why does she not have like a modeling career yet? Well, she probably, I mean, okay. she could. Like, she definitely make it. Hello. She, I, I bet she might. I mean, she's tall and has a perfect body and, and neat looking right. face. 
she should not uh, yep. like making it unfair for the rest of us <laughs> yeah like all right amber b and now you won a million dollars or something come on no just kidding do you that's why people? nobody likes her she's really pretty and talented and won a million dollars she's got a million bucks yeah like, hey look. get rid of her yeah i horrible, i like amber but... b just fine i'm kind of neutral on her with most of her stuff i'm like yep yeah, she's she seems like a nice enough person but she can be a little dramatic whatever you want to say a little fake but i don't even know if i believe that i'm just saying i don't think she's, she's fake so I think she rubs people the wrong yeah, way. Rubs people the wrong way, exactly. So, in that regard, was I sad to see her go tonight? No, I'm happy for Corey. I want to see Corey back. I want to see Corey do some things and uh, and mix it up. And he's never he's made it to finals before, but he's never won first place. So I'm all about seeing new blood win that first place uh, trophy. And it's nice to see a little bit of what Bettina could do because we had no idea, basically. Well, we learned tonight that she's a dancer. So there you go. She yeah. has good balance. You need that as a dancer. She so, seems really yeah. cool. I feel like I could, yeah. Like, again, like what we're saying about Priscilla, the reason why she's so under the radar is because she's actually just, like, really cool in real life. <laughs> right. She's not starting anything. That's what last week I thought. I was like, oh, Bettina's like sweet and funny and like has a good yeah. personality. So nice. Yeah. She shouldn't have led with the laugh. She should have uh, let that let that flow naturally once we already loved her. Oh, we yeah. gotta just let her have Ooh. it. That's her fatal, and, fatal flaw. We'll just let her have it. Yep. Speaking of couples breaking up, there's like there's more like news and gossip out there on bananas and uh, uh, Morgan. Bring it. And yes, they, bring so it. They they made it two years. They dated for two years. That's a total of like basically four challenges. So that's pretty good. They made it through four challenges. Not that they were on them together. But Bananas posts something on, I, I don't know, it must be his Instagram. Did you see? Yeah, go to Bananas. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Go to the boop, real boop, Johnny boop, Bananas. Boop, and he posts something, and it's it's the CT backpack picture of, of CT carrying him. And the quote is, Jenna. When life carries you through tough moments. And now people are commenting on this, ladies. And apparently, here's the news. Bananas is deleting the comments that he doesn't like. Morgan's uh. sister, Morgan's sister jumps on, comments, screenshots it before he gets a chance to delete it. And Amazing. she's saying stuff like, um, let's see if you delete this one. How dare you, you know, whatever, 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 say these things when you're the one that cheated on my sister, basically. So wait what? And i know you're deleting comments and stuff like that. How like you don't want people to know how much of a jerk you are basically i mean doesn't everybody celebrity that gets hate delete it i who would leave it there if you couldn't i don't know i'm just i'm just stating facts i don't know if others we don't delete our hate i don't yeah we don't delete our hate but also i mean celebrities have those fake accounts what are those celebrities celebrities have fake accounts where they go on and write nice things when people are writing mean things what is that called what's that i couldn't I know it's insane it. what they have to do or what they I could never to do. handle it. I literally have like had crises based off of our comments at After Buzz where I was like, I where is the closest cliff? Says goodbye. Like it sometimes is so cruel. Yeah. Um, so when they when celebrities, when you think that it's like, oh, but you're so rich and why do you give a shit? You're so famous. It's like, yeah, because people are really, really mean. Because you still yeah. have to go to bed at night and think about all the mean shit everyone's about yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought that that's cheater, it's deserved and justified. Is that message from the sister still up there? I can find it on the one of the the challenge T probably has it on Instagram. Okay. 
Yeah, because I feel like that it's a weird picture choice to put it under because that that sentiment is like, you know, him getting carried. You know what I mean? Well, like it's not like, I don't know. I mean, Do you have a ghost, Jenna? What? You ready? Snoring like a bear. Oh, I, wait. You can't hear it. You can't hear it, but it's like it literally stopped me in my tracks. Like, what monster is in my hold? Hold on, I want to hear. I don't think you're gonna hear it. All right, I can't. I I have the uh, I have the response. I have um. So her name is Alex Shea Willett. That's Morgan's sister. I know you've been deleting. Oh, quote unquote. I know you've been deleting comments. So let's see if you delete this. When life carries you through tough moments? Question mark. Please, let's change this narrative. How about you think about the girl you uh, who loved you that you betrayed and how she's trying to get through this tough moment. You are so insensitive. There's something seriously mentally wrong with you. And there you go. Good for, I mean, that's sisters protecting sisters, man. Yep. Sure. It's just, I don't know. I'm not, I, I, I don't get the whole like <laughs> Instagram fight where it just seems like whatever. I think so if they're we all communicate your feelings. Well, with he's putting something out there like this is a tough time for him when it's in actuality, he made the decision to end the relationship. So it's really a, more of a tough time for Morgan who did not see this coming. Bananas made his choice in the bar that night. I get it. it that's what I was, that's what I was questioning is why she was addressing that. And now I get it. I kind of feel like, not to, to just to play devil's advocate, because I don't know, but I feel like breakups from significant relationships are hard on, even if you're the, yeah. even if you're, it's a hard, you know, it's, yeah. and also I he's reverent. cheated like, on her. Like how, I get that it might be a little hard for him saying that he maybe feels he made a mistake, but at the same time, he has a, a self-conscious here to stop you didn't have to touch it's always more complicated mouth. than that and even if you i'm again it sounds like i'm defending him more than i am i don't care that's a fine thing to say he it's not gonna hurt his life whatever um and i'm sure she's right obviously morgan's hurting and he's being irreverent about it in a sensitive situation and it's shitty well so. if you're still watching to this point uh hashtag in the comment section banana split <laughs> yes Come on, that's a great one, Dan. Just, that's I just, just made it up. So yeah, hopefully that works. Funny. No, I'm serious. I really like oh, it. Oh, thank you, Pam. All right. So anyways, uh, we will see y'all next week and check out our Patreon for sure. The Challenge After Show. Just go to patreon.com slash the challenge after show. We're going to post more stuff up there. And we'll post the link on this. So you can just link right to it. Right? Oh, yeah. I'll post the link in the comment right. section here. Yeah, for so sure. you can just go right to it for a deep dive. Right thing there. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you soon for episode 10 of The Challenge, season 37. It's on.